0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org.
1: Now, if we could go around again and if you could share just kind of think for a minute about doubt and where you get caught the most in it. Is it about yourself and your ability to meditate? Is it about the teacher or teachers who's teaching what they're really saying? Do they really know what they're talking about? Or is it about the actual teachings? So if you think about what people say about, oh, the meditation states that are possible, or, you know, maybe it's about not self or about, you know, incarnation, all these crazy things that can come up. So, where, where do you get the caught the most? Where do you have the most doubt about yourself, the teacher, or the teachings? So I'll let you take a deep breath with that, and we'll just keep going around wherever you left off. And I'll do the same thing, a minute and a half per person, and I'll ring the bell. <sighs> let me add one thing once you identify where you feel that doubt, what beliefs might underline or feed that doubt? Like, you know, if you come from a family that really is an atheistic family, they don't have any spiritual practice or any beliefs, there might be some beliefs that you've inherited from your family about having any sort of spiritual practice. Right? That might be a belief Or it might be that when you were in third grade, your teacher told you that you do not know how to sit still and concentrate, right? And so you have this experience and this belief of yourself as someone who doesn't know how to sit still and can't. So is that helpful? Okay. All right, first person, please begin. So the last question is for you to kind of... um, Talk about what it feels like when you don't feel doubting, when you feel confident. What is that experience like? Like when we did the three-breath journey, right? Like maybe you felt how that felt, like, oh yeah, I can do three breaths, you know? Sort of, what is it like to help you recognize when there's the absence of this doubting? yeah okay please begin
2: so,
1: has everybody shared on this last question or do, is there one more person everybody shared okay all right so you could just turn yourselves toward the front and um We we would love to hear how this was for you. We were thinking, these are good questions, but what did you think? Did you <laughs> think these were good questions? Was this helpful dialogue in the groups? We felt better that does have doubt. Great. Where's that mic? So people in Audio Dharmaland can hear you.
3: So... As we were talking, Angela brought up the point that it's a revelation, kind of, that everybody has doubts. Mm. (laughs) I I don't know why that is for us, but it was Mm -hmm. almost a revelation and kind of lightening.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, this is the normal thing that people get afflicted with, right? Yes. We're not alone. That's so helpful to know... We're not alone. It's not personal. Yeah. Thank and how you.
0: easy it can be to slip into, like, oh, this is a, some deficiency of mine or mm-hmm. something like this. Instead, of to realize, no, actually, this is part of the human condition. And we're just learning tools to help us with this.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. Nice. Any other? Any? <laughs> Please, Jane. <laughs> <laughs>
3: my biggest confession is that I don't have a doubt about the practice Mm. because for the first time in having um having a sangha to come to and having uh teachers I feel like I have tools that I can apply to um tendencies that have been with me my entire life Mm. and that now I have a chance of reorganizing my thoughts Mm. my reactions so that I I have a glimmer of joy regularly Mm. and I was gonna stay behind and ask if that's okay and if I'm on the right track
1: (laughs) that sounds like confidence to me that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So supportive, right? So supportive.
3: So thank you.
0: Yeah, and don't be afraid of the joy. Don't be afraid of the happiness. Don't be afraid of the sense of contentment, well-being, settledness that happens. This is definitely part of the practice. Absolutely.
3: Absolutely. It it seems foreign. Like, I feel like I've been a perpetual doubter or a perpetual sufferer. And, like, I get that glimmer of hope, and I'm like, ooh, can I trust that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and I don't want to get my hopes up too high. But I'm okay with where I'm at right now.
0: (laughs) Nice, nice. Thank you for sharing that.
1: Very beautiful. You know, things go up and down. Your practice will change enjoy it while it's supporting you and nourishing in this way and it really is like Dinah said it's it's great to let yourself feel happiness and joy you know sometimes people get confused about the practice thinking that you know you're not supposed to have desire you know and um but nobody said you shouldn't have and you know experience joy and happiness and Allow your feelings and your inspiration to rise up, and it'll support you. It's wholesome. That's the other thing is this wholesome? It sounds like it's really supporting your practice and your sense of confidence that you actually can do something with this mind.
3: I think what's really interesting is when you step out of the circle of doubt, that there's room. For other things to come in,
1: beautiful, beautiful. So you're making me very happy right now. <laughs> I just, I just love what you're, what I'm hearing. You know about because th- this is why we wanted to start with doubt, right? Is that if we don't recognize this as a hindrance, it can really impact our practice, really, really, invisibly. So, so I'm just so happy (laughs) to hear what I'm hearing from you thank you yes Jordan
2: Um, I think something that me and Christian had in common was that like there's this like thing called enlightenment that um you know does it exist? Is it possible? But I think um like we were very similar that like through meditating over time, we develop like a confidence in the practice where it's like it actually doesn't even matter if it is you know a possible or not, because we know the benefits of actually sitting and mm-hmm. doing it, mm-hmm. so that's something that we kind of express. Mm-hmm.
0: Fantastic. Right, so whether or not there's this big bang, enlightenment, letting go, freedom thing, at the end, you're experiencing some more freedom, some more ease as you're going. Is that right?
3: Yeah, I think,
2: um, like, just developing a confidence in the practice, um, which takes time. Um, I remember when I first did it, I was like, what am I doing, you know? (laughs) but um yeah there's all this talk about enlightenment and you know I like wonder is that even a real thing you know are there enlightened people but then um cause that it makes it seem like I'm like we're reaching for something mm. um in my you know it feels like that for me like there's a goal over there called enlightenment and I'm over here but um Recently, I've just—it's just okay to just sit without trying to get anything done. Beautiful. You know, yeah.
1: Beautiful. Thank you, Jordan. Any other questions or feedback or comments? Great.
0: Um, I just want to say that I appreciate how you ordered the questions mm. and how you ended with um, a question about confidence or the lack of doubt. Um, because I think we, one thing we were all discussing in in our group is the prevalence of doubt in our lives about our practice, about random stuff, about, um, you know, in a number of areas. And so it was nice to be able to finish and be like, Oh yeah, there are those times where things just seem really clear and settled mm. and, it's really it's apparent how to move forward you know um and so that was a a very nice note to end on
1: beautiful 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 that was intentional
0: <laughs> any any more comments or questions no
1: more doubts
2: <laughs>
0: so maybe I'll say a few words just as a part of wrapping up so maybe we could summarize uh, doubt that the type of doubt, the type of questioning, the type of curiosity that leads to investigation, that leads to some engagement. And that investigation can take the form of what's going on here or it can take the form of asking a question of somebody else or reading a Dharma book, reading, listening to a podcast or a Dharma talk. That kind of doubt is healthy and helpful if it leads to a little bit more engagement We're talking about doubt as a hindrance is when it leads to just feeling stuck, going around and around and around, speculating, wavering, vacillating. And so it can be helpful to um, make the distinction between them. So we don't want to say that um, all questioning is bad and you shouldn't question. We're saying the opposite. In fact, part of um, recognizing is to just be asking the question I think Jordan said this, like, what's going on? What's going on here? Mm -hmm. So much about this practice is having this gentle um, inquiry. What's going on? What's here? And it's more the asking the question than finding the answer. Asking the question is a way of kind of like orienting towards and leaning in and contacting our experience as opposed to trying to dig and find the answer. It's more just a way to help us um, connect with our experience, what's going on. So also to recognize that doubt can um, masquerade as wisdom. And this is tricky. It's, uh, as I mentioned a little bit before, that uh, wisdom has has this feeling, a sense of relief, a sense of openness, like, oh, I see oh, I get it, or this new uh, idea, like, oh, right, that makes sense. There's that kind of a feeling. Uh, I've um, experienced it sometimes as more of a physical feeling, whereas doubt is not a feeling of relief. It's not a feeling of going forward. And so the wisdom, the thoughts may be something like, you know, the wise thing would be to, Go and I don't know. I'll try to think of something. I don't know. I can't think of anything right now. But something other than practicing, something other than uh, meditating. The wise thing would be to um, go. I don't know. It's funny that defrost
1: the refrigerator. (laughs) Thank you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thank
0: you, Tonya. I don't know why my mind just wasn't uh, working there, right? And these can be compelling. Right? Mm-hmm. So they can be, feel really um, authoritative and have some power behind them. And they will. these types of thoughts will arise, especially when we've made the commitment to be uh, sitting in meditation. So we can just notice that, that they are thoughts and we can recognize, oh, here's a thought. This thought is, has some doubt on it. It's not onward leading. Instead, it's having me to feel stuck. And sometimes that's enough. Sometimes just that recognition is enough that uh, can really soften and kind of uh, diminish and uh, go on its way. But sometimes we can um, use these uh, tools to recognize, allow or accept, feel in the body. Tonya and I will be talking more and more about this feeling in the body. Is, that, um, is a way to help us kind of engage with what's happening sometimes our thoughts are slippery and going around fast and um, we get uh, stuck in them but if we can feel the um, sensations in the body that are associated with that experience for the with a doubt it can be a kind of a sense of maybe being closed down a little bit And I'm using this word stuck so however stuck feels in the body as opposed to kind of an Openness and a feeling of going forward. Recognize, allow, feel, and then tea. Tease apart what is their actual experience from our response to the experience. They often can get conflated and we can't really tell them apart, but it can be really helpful to tease them apart. And then somehow, the, again, they um, seem a little bit simpler and a little bit... Uh, easier like oh okay it's just a thought and then i had a thought about that thought okay these are just thoughts or oh it's just a thought and i had um, aversion and that now i'm experiencing aversion but it's if they get all tangled up together it can start to feel like a big black hole and overwhelming and it can be a sense of get me out of here i don't know what to do and jump up and run away off the cushion or something so tease apart can be a way to kind of like simplify what's happening from our actual experience and then what are the subsequent uh, experiences that were conditioned by the that preceding one. And then maybe I'll see if you have something
1: you'd like to add. You know what I want is to sit for a couple of minutes together. Yeah. Um, Maybe as you sit, highlighting for yourself any feeling of confidence, clarity that you connected with tonight, breathing into it and with it and resting here. So we want to invite you to this week before you sit down and meditate to bring to mind a feeling of confidence, to bring to mind this understanding that doubt is prevalent and not personal and just sort of remind yourself of some of the things that you connected with tonight as you, you know, when you sit down to start and see how that impacts your practice. How does that impact your energy to, to, to persist, to, sh- to stay, to show up and turn toward your experience? And we'll be looking forward to hearing about how that is for you next week. Thank you for your practice. Your participation is much appreciated. And have a wonderful
2: evening.